0: Oh boy, what a show, ladies and gentlemen. Step right up, step right up. Um, Yeah, step right up, or if you're sitting in your chair at your office or wherever, if you've got wheels on your chair, just roll right up. Um, Welcome to the show. I'm Harlan Williams, your host of the Harlan Highway. I hope you're enjoying uh, summer. We're just getting going with summer here. Everything's warm, and people are swimming and tanning, um... We are going to be talking about uh, some crazy stuff today. Um, we're going to be talking about the invasion of um, animals, animals moving into the cities, and seeming to lose their fear of living amongst us now. I think they they figured it out that they can adapt. And they're muscling in on our action. I have a particular story where I kind of tried to use some primitive technology to displace some critters on my property. And wait till you hear that wacky story. Also, uh, I think Roger said somebody's phoning in today to uh, talk about summer, the, the beginning of summer and all the summer festivities. I'm not sure what he's talking about. I'll get into it later. And also a wacky story where some idiot held his breath so long he almost killed people and caused an accident which is what you might do right now because this is the Harland Highway
1: you just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway I am out here for you you don't know what it's like to be me out here for you it's like i picked the wrong week to quit smoking i'm funny how i mean funny like i'm a clown i amuse you it's like i picked the wrong week to quit drinking. i make you laugh i'm here to fucking amuse you you're riding down the harland highway with harland williams i'd buy that for a dollar <laughs> what was it we had for dinner tonight well we had a choice steak fish Yes, yes, I remember. I had lasagna. What do you mean funny? Funny how? How am I funny? It's like I picked the wrong week to quit amphetamines. That is thoughts for Samantha Pink to say. Welcome to the Harland Highway. I picked the wrong week to quit sniffing glue. The Harland Highway. Crazy news story. That's weird. Wow. That's strange stuff.
0: Okay, here it is. I thought, why not start the show with a crazy news story? This one made me laugh, man. I think you guys will will dig this one. Uh, Here's the headline. Teen holding breath causes three-car crash in Oregon Tunnel. Okay, I think you're putting the pieces together on your own here. Here it is, a 19-year-old kid told investigators he caused a three-car crash when he fainted while holding his breath as he drove through a tunnel in Portland, Oregon. Uh, Daniel J. Calhoun of Snohomish, or Snohomish, which is, I think, where all the characters from Dr. Seuss live, in Snohomish. Uh, This kid lived in Snohomish, Washington, yeah, right, wink, wink, told investigators he fainted Sunday afternoon while holding his breath in the highway 26 tunnel near the community of Manning. His car, a 1990 Toyota Camry, drifted across the center line and crashed head-on with a Ford Explorer. Both vehicles stuck struck the tunnel walls before a pickup hit the Camry. Oh boy. Uh, so it looks like nobody was killed, but, uh, four people were taken to the hospital. And, uh, this kid was cited for reckless driving, three counts of reckless endangerment, and fourth degree assault. Aren't you glad you held your breath? Now you better hold your breath when you see your legal fees, dude. Um, the police say he's not sure why Calhoun was holding his breath, but some people hold their breaths in tunnels as part of a game or superstition. Some people do the same when they drive past cemeteries. What? I've never heard of this. Have, have you guys heard of this? Holding your breath through a tunnel? Well, you don't you don't want to breathe in any uh, mole particles. Um you, you're holding your breath past a graveyard why? Because it stinks. Or you just don't want to breathe in your relatives. Um, so anyways, uh, this tunnel, it's about 775 feet long. And uh, it looks like a car traveling at the posted speed of 55 miles an hour would get through the tunnel in about 10 seconds. And who drives 55? Nobody. So you got to figure this kid was probably going 60 or, or maybe faster. Who can't hold their breath for 10 seconds. Watch, I'm going to do it right now. Ready? You're not going to hear anything for 10 seconds. Ready? Here we go. (gasps) Boom. I'm not even out of breath. And some of you are probably going, boy, that was the best part of your podcast we've ever heard. And I'm like, don't go there, sister child. Uh, Don't do that to me. You know, Harland, we love your podcast, but we really, 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 really love the part the most, when you hold your breath and don't say a damn word. That's excellent. We really, that's our favorite part to listen to, actually. Could you do it again? Could you pretend your whole podcast is in an underground tunnel and you never say a fucking word? Don't do that to me. I'm here for you. So 10 seconds you don't even get dizzy. You can hold you could have driven back and forth through that tunnel for half an hour. It's ridiculous. So I wonder what really happened with this kid. Maybe he fell asleep or something after that or uh you know in, in the tunnel. But anyways, there you go. Uh guy causes a giant accident. <laughs> Holding his breath. I wonder if he farted in his car. I bet that's what it was. He farted in his car just as he's going in the tunnel. He held his breath. And between holding his breath and the toxic fumes from his cabbage roll fart, it knocked him out and he swerved all over the place. I don't know. I'm grasping. It's tr- I know. I'm, I'm going to do it. Hold your breath again, Harlan. Here we go. <gasps> <sighs> How was it? More? Oh, you sons of bitches. <gasps> okay, I'm not doing that anymore. If you don't want to listen, just switch the knob. Like you have a knob. Um, uh, Harlan. So there you... What? Roger. Yeah, there's someone on the hotline. What do you mean someone's calling? Uh, who is it? Sorry, I can't hear you. What? But your headphones- Who is it? Yeah, George Michael. Who? George Michael. Oh, God. Put him on. He says it's important. Hello?
1: Hello, Harlan. How are you? It's George Michael calling for the United Kingdom of England.
0: The United Kingdom of England, huh?
1: That's what I said, Harlan. How, how are you today?
0: All right, you sound a little lit up, Michael.
1: It's George Michael, okay? It's not... George, and it's not Michael, it's George Michael.
0: Alright, I got it. What do, What do you want? You sound drunk.
1: Oh, you know, I want to get it summer started off right. You want to what? I want to get summer started off.
0: What do you mean you want to get it started off?
1: It's the beginning of summer, island, Okay. And I'm having a barbecue, and I want you to come to United England. Of, United England.
0: You are hammered, Michael.
1: It's George America. Okay, you got it? You got a wax in your ears over there in the United States of In the what? The United States of America.
0: The United States of America?
1: That's what I said, Howard.
0: What do you want?
1: I want you to come to my barbecue, Island.
0: What? I'm not coming to your barbecue. I
1: want you to throw another... um, I want you to throw a a weenie on the barbie. A what? I want you to throw a weenie on the barbie, Island. What did...
0: What is that?
1: It's Australian. It's like, it's what Crocodile Dundee said. He said, I I want you to throw a weenie on the barbie.
0: Are you saying weenie on the barbie?
1: That's what I said, Arlen. It's from straight out of Crocodile Dundee's mouth.
0: No, it's not. He said, throw another shrimp on the barbie.
1: Yeah, well, at my barbecue, we throw another weenie on the barbie.
0: What does that even mean?
1: Well, I've got a friend here named Bobby.
0: Right, uh, right.
1: Did you just slip into an English accent, Arlen?
0: No, I didn't. I had ai I'm, I've got a cold.
1: Oh, well, anyway, uh, throw a weenie on the b- <laughs> on the Barbie. It's what I do at my barbecues, Harlan.
0: You throw a weenie on the Barbie.
1: Yes, I got a friend.
0: Right, you said that.
1: And his name is Bobby. Okay. And we throw a weenie on him, if you know what I mean.
0: What are you talking about?
1: Well, I've got a lot of men friends here at me barbecue, Arlen.
0: Okay, that doesn't surprise me.
1: Oh, what's that? You got homophobic, have you? Homophobic. Arlen, you got homophobic.
0: No, I haven't gone homophobic, but everyone knows you're.
1: I'm um, what, Arlen? Go ahead and say it then.
0: Everyone knows you're a homosexual man.
1: Okay, what? Are you homophobic? I'm
0: not homophobic.
1: Sounds to me like you're over, over, Arlen, in the United. Uh, 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 uh.
0: I'm not homophobic in the United. Uh, America. Oh, now you got me saying it.
1: Feels good, doesn't it, Arlen? No! Well, anyways, i got a lot of men here, and we're all going to throw a weenie on the barbie island, and we like you to come and throw a nice weenie on the barbie.
0: I'm not throwing a weenie on the barbie. I'm not coming to your friggin' barbecue, George.
1: It's George F- Michael, okay? Why don't you go down to your local fucking grocery store, grab a big fucking cucumber and shove it up your dirty little fuck? Fart- Alright, enough! I wasn't finished, darling, with the cucumber. You're finished!
0: I'm not coming to your barbecue to throw a weenie on the bobby.
1: Uh, what's the matter? You can't have a little fire now. You gotta sit... Sitting there behind your little microphone, having your little podcast where everyone else is outside in the Sunshine Island, eh? Having a little weenie on the barbie.
0: Don't say it like that. It's disgusting.
1: Having a little weenie on the barbie island. Stop it! Well, look at you, Oma Obek. I'm
0: not Oma Obek.
1: In the United, uh, 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 uh. All Williams, oh my, in the United, uh, 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 I'm
0: not. Are we done here,
1: Arlen, in... Listen, it's summertime. If you can't come to the barbecue, can we arrange to meet down at the beach and maybe play some volley, volley? Some what? Volley, volley volley Volley? Yes. Volley. Yes. volley Are you trying to say volleyball? That's what I said, Arlen. It's a, I say it fancy with L-Y on the end. volley That's what I said. What you got is fucking bird's nest in your fucking ears. You ever heard of fucking Q-tips? Hey, Arlen, in the United States hey, of America? They're fighting little sticks. They got little fighting balls of cotton on you and you stick them in your fighting ears and you clean out your fighting birds nest, darling. Would you relax, George? It's George fighting Michael. Then why don't you go fighting, put on a Santa Claus suit, climb up on roof and stuff your raspberry red ass down a fucking dirty chimney, you stupid motherfucker. Cut it out! Sorry, Arlen, I got carried away. You're damn right.
0: This is one of the most vile calls you've ever made.
1: Oh, well, excuse me, shall I put a fucking dress on and do a curtsy for Her Majesty the fucking Queen?
0: Alright, we're done. Roger, get rid of him.
1: I'm not done, Alan. I want to do a weenie on the barbie. I want to do a volley and I... You're not doing any of it. Get, all, get lost. Well, look at you, raining on my parade. Raining all over my fat, fucking juicy, fat fuck of a parade.
0: That's what it is. I didn't ask you to call here and invite me to your stuff.
1: Oh, look at you. Like i in grey rain cloud blowing over the fucking horizon line, all full of fucking moisture, raining all over me, fat fucking chubby ass parade.
0: It's not a fat fucking chubby ass parade. Nobody says that. They say it's raining on my parade. They don't add in the old uh,
1: fat fucking chubby cellulite fucking flubber.
0: All right, goodbye, George.
1: It's George Michael. going to come over there with a Chinese roasted chicken factory, and I'm gonna fucking crinkle it up on your crabgrass crack, crinkle, crunk, funk. Get rid of him. He's fucking drunk. I'm not drunk. I'm just about to throw a weenie on the Barbie Island. Hello. Get him out. Get him. Get him off. Get him off. Get him off. Hang up.
0: Good lord
1: unbelievable
0: that guy needs some serious help okay that's all I'm going to (sighs) say Roger I don't don't even know what to say to you I've asked you over and over and over not to let him call here you keep doing it I just don't know what to do or say let's move along let's move along I think my summer might be ruined already great
1: Heavens to Murgatroyd! even
0: okay who wants to hear a nature meets technology story this happened to me this, this 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 involves me and my technology uh check it out so up at my house uh there's a species of bird that flies around it's it's the uh california state bird i believe it's called the mockingbird and of course, you know, California, Hollywood, of course, uh, our, our our national bird or our state bird would be, you know, a bird that does impressions, okay? So it's like the Don Rickles of birds. Of course, e- even the birds in, in California are in the entertainment industry. So so mockingbirds are called mockingbirds because what they do is they listen to all the other birds in their environment and they, they uh, emulate them, they, they copy them. And so uh, you'll, get, you'll get a mockingbird who can do robin sounds and blue jay sounds and starling sounds. and you know It's got a whole, it's like going to see Don Rickles or uh, Frank Caliendo do a show. It's just, uh, it's impersonations. And uh, they're very territorial. And um, they're one of the few birds that likes to get going at about three in the morning. I've, I've talked about this on my podcast way back when, and they get chirpy late at night, and they'll wake you up, and they want to do a late-night, early-morning show for you. Hey, how about this voice? how <whistles> oh, do you like that one? How about this voice? <whistles> really? You like that one? How about this one?
1: <whistles> it's
0: like, shut up! It's like the performer that won't quit, right? So, uh... You know, every now and then they fly around and they decide to maybe build a nest on my property. And I'm always kind of watching for them because I'm like, ooh, if I ever see those guys build a nest, I'm going to, it sounds mean, but I'm going to destroy the nest before they lay the eggs. So, you know, a bird can go build a new nest. I'm not killing the bird. But what I am trying to do is stop it from laying eggs so that now there's like instead of two, you know, impersonators on my property, I got like a flock. It's like I'm at a I'm at a Vegas at an impersonation convention. Okay, so one day I'm sitting around and all of a sudden I see this a mockingbird sneak out from behind some bushes like this big cactus bush. And I'm like, oh, boy, I think I know where his nest is. And it's low to the ground, like this cactus bush is growing out of the ground. It's probably about six feet high. And this thing, I see it crawl right out of the middle. I'm like, what is a bird doing in the middle of the cactus bush? And I went, wait a minute. And this bush is like five feet from my house, from my living room. And I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, I think I just found. I think you gave yourself away there, mockingbird. (whistles) Shut up. Shut up. So I go outside. I kind of get up to the bush. I look, and sure enough, there's a nest. This guy has built a nest. And I'm like, yes, there's no eggs in it. There's nothing. It's it's springtime. It's early summer. I'm going to shut this guy down. There will be no babies. <laughs> there will be no flock of flocking mockingbirds all over my property keeping me up all night. So I go for the nearest thing to interrupt the flow, and I look over. There's my barbecue, and there's like a big fat flipper, you know, a burger flipper, right? So I go, oh, well, that should do the job. So I go over. I grab the burger flipper, okay? I stick it in the nest like the flippers right in the middle of the nest, this big metal flipper with the handle sticking out. Like, okay, the, bird, the bird's going to see that and go, oh, my God, There's a, what is this thing? Is that a giant flipper in my house? Like, imagine if a giant stabbed a hamburger flipper through your roof into your living room. Wouldn't you be like, uh I think it's time to move. Better load the car. There's a giant with a burger flipper. He just smashed it through our house. So I I put the burger flipper gently in the thing. Like I said, there was no birds in it at the time. There was no babies. There's no eggs. And then I'm I go off back to Vancouver to finish working on my TV show. This was during a hiatus. I had one week off, and I come back like a, a month later, and I see the birds like still kind of flying around this cactus, and I'm like. No, 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 no. There's a a flipper in there. And I think, oh, maybe someone took the flipper out. So I go and look. There's my burger flipper still sticking out of the nest and sitting on top of the burger flipper part, the flat part, four baby mockingbirds just looking at me like, yeah, nice try, asshole. Really nice try with the flipper not going to do it okay maybe a blender or you know like a pipe bomb or something but you think we're going to move because of a burger flipper asshole so here's these birds sitting here the parents are flying around my head waiting to dive bomb me because now now there's like an invader at the nest and now i can't even pull the flipper back because i'm afraid a i'll disturb the little babies or i'm going to get sars or something yeah, I mean, a bird flew all over my burgers, so now I'm out a burger flipper, and I've I've got myself a flock of friggin' impersonators. <whistles> Shut up.
1: <whistles>
0: so that that the, my my the technology, it's a simple technology. A burger flipper is a simple technology, but it failed. It failed to scare away. You know, that's the thing. Animals are getting real used to being around people now. I think that the, the war between nature and society and civilization has kind of like come to an end. I think animals are like, okay, we get it. You know, you you pushed us to the edge of our boundary. We got to the perimeter. You, we got to the tree line, and we looked back, and we went, You know, we could probably find a lot of hiding spots in that big giant concrete jungle. And there's a lot of parks. And you guys made the mistake of planting a lot of trees and bushes in amongst your dwellings. You know, take away the dwellings and just leave the trees and bushes. This looks a lot like the forest to me. So I think a lot of critters have just thrown in the towel and they're like, screw it, if people can live there, so can we... I don't mind the noise. And face it, there's a lot of birds in cities, right? There's pigeons everywhere. There's mice. There's rats. There's there's probably a lot of food around for, for animals. There's cats. There's kittens. There's puppies. You know, I got like five or six coyotes that run around on my front lawn. I'm in the middle of Hollywood. Guess what they're eating? People's Pets. There's a big long menu of pets there. What do you want tonight? The chihuahua, the poodle, the persian, the siamese. <sniffs> I mean, there's a lot. There's all kinds of birds. There's cats. There's I got a bobcat living out out in my front yard. I'm not even joking. I got I got I've had herds of deer on my lawn. I had 6 deer on my lawn this year, including like two baby fawns. They've just thrown in the towel. They're like, wait a minute. Where are the hunters? The hunters are out in the bushes. The hunters are out in the woods. Guess who lives in the city? The people with the with the social conscience. The people who are, are nosy and, and want to start a movement for everything. The people that want to preserve the rain puddles and save the bushes and eliminate the cigarettes and start a, adopt the, f- the the flowers and adopt the trees and we're we're safe in the city you're not allowed to shoot a gun in the city as long as we don't move into the gang neighborhoods we can live it up out here what the what the hell am I slugging it out in the forest for with the wolves and the mountain lions hell oh hell no I'll just wander around on people's front yards and eat their th- you know what the, the the grass in the forest is coarse and thick and wild. It's covered with ticks. Forest fires guess, guess what the grass here in the city This is like eating off a golf course. Everyone cuts their lawns and waters it. This grass is green and juicy and delicious. I don't need I don't need me no forest grass. And how about when those forest fires happen? Oh, my God, billions of acres. How many children have I lost in the forest fire, say the animals? You you smell, you smell the slightest bit of smoke in the city, you get 900 fire trucks. They got that thing out in three seconds. I've decided as an animal it's easier to live in the city. Thanks, people. So there you go, man. I don't know if you have critters around you, but I was up at my parents' place the other day. Uh, they live in Toronto, just outside of Toronto. And they're in a little gated community where where kind of old people live. And I drive in past the guard gate, there's a, a red fox sitting there. And then my little sister came in from a walk. She goes, yeah, we just saw a fox and her three cubs laying on the grass by the driveway. I mean, foxes are sly, little, reclusive, timid creatures. Foxes are are nocturnal critters that hunt in the night and wait till there's no movement and break into your chicken coop and eat everything. They don't sit around and lay at the side of the road and watch you drive by with their babies. Bears and mountain lions showing up, deer, bobcats, raccoons, skunks, possums. I'm telling you, man, the animals are getting wise. They're like, you know what? If these stupid humans are going to come camping in our forests, if I see one more tent, I'm moving my family onto that crescent. This is a family of wolves, okay? Very effeminate wolves, it sounds like. If I see one more family camping in my forest, I swear to God, I'm moving my whole family down onto 42nd Street right by the Starbucks. There's a nice sewer pipe there. So there you go. It's all changing. The the Nature's adapting. The critters are adapting. Ooh, scary stuff. And we have to adapt to the time. We Oh, my God, I've been rambling. We're out of time here, gurgle burl, blurgens and flurgle durgens. Um, so that's it for today's show. Hey, make sure you check out harlanwilliams.com. Uh, check out our, our little store there for merchandise. You can write me at harlanwilliams.com, or if you want to phone and leave me a voicemail message, that's 323-739-4330, any message you want, join my YouTube channel while you're at the uh, site, check out my stand-up comedy uh, schedule, Um, and you can't go wrong, I've got a uh, show coming up in in, uh, Pittsburgh, pittsburgh pennsylvania on june 27th that's a friday night it's a one night only show at the uh, comedy festival there in pittsburgh you can check out uh all the uh, particulars on my webpage, page harlonwilliams.com uh, click on the stand-up link and you will be tuned in man Uh, Check out allthingscomedy.com. That is the podcast network where you can find my show also. Tell your friends about the Harland Highway. Thanks for being here, everybody. You freaking rock. Watch out for critters. And most of all, watch out for George Michael. Uh, That's it. We got to go. Until next time, chicken chow mein, baby.